Hello guys, welcome to your weekly dose of Bible Verse Monday. So Lexi, do you want to share with our listeners how much we enjoyed our day off together? So we spent a good hour and a half watching the latest adaptation of our childhood favorite. After a lifetime of being the world's most famous enemies, you can't count on me like one, two, three, Tom and Jerry dead. are about to start over. Cause that's what friends are supposed to do, oh yeah. Yes, you heard it right, Tom and Jerry. However, I'm afraid we can't give you any movie spoilers. Yeah, sorry about that. But hey, we both had fun, so I reckon you'll have the same kind of satisfaction we had. But Alvin, I've always wondered as a kid why Tom and Jerry were always fighting. Good question. I never thought about that either. But now that I'm all grown up and married, I think I may have a clue about the reason why. Really? Then tell me. What is the first thing that you notice each time Tom and Jerry have an argument? Hmm, it's either Tom was trying to get rid of Jerry who's just enjoying his life, or Jerry was attempting to take revenge on Tom who's just following his cat instincts. Great answer. But you know what? There's actually a deeper meaning behind their scuffles. If you carefully watch the movie again, you'll be surprised to know that the two almost never spoke to each other. Yeah, you're right. I guess I was too focused on figuring out who will win. And if you observe closely, you'll find out that in every mayhem that they make, there's no winner. That brings me to our main point in today's topic. Miscommunication. If you ask around what are the top causes of arguments in relationships, you will hear familiar words like money, time, work, intimacy, and extended family. And they all share something in common. Lack of communication. So what do you suggest we do to avoid fights stemming from misunderstandings? My recommendation is to complete a checklist before attempting to speak, much like doing a pre-op checklist before scheduled OR. First on the list is to check our understanding. James chapter 1 verse 19 tells us that everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Now if you take a look at the syntax of the verse, you'll see that listening comes first and it's done quickly before we even begin to speak, or much worse, become angry. This encourages us to grasp our understanding of the situation and take time to digest the meaning of a person's statement before we give our reply. How about you, Lexi? Any thoughts? I think we really need to check our tone. More often than not, Alvin and I argue because of the way we deliver our messages. If a statement ends in a sharp tone, then expect a scolding to follow. And this is funny, 
because after a couple of heated exchanges, we both realized that the problem could have been averted by delivering our opinions in a gentler manner. And the Bible is right when it says that a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word steers up anger in Proverbs 15 verse 1. Well said. I also believe that it's essential to check our choice of words. If you think that your response will just aggravate the situation, then you might be better off keeping it to yourself. Or if your statements will just hurt the other party, then it's probably best to just keep quiet for now and engage the person in a convo at a later time when things are more calm. In fact, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 tells us to filter the words coming out of our mouth and only speak words of encouragement. I love that, but what about people who have a hard time communicating with others, who are just too stubborn to listen? What advice can you give to them? That's a tough situation, especially if the one who refuses to listen is someone who's in authority or somebody who's close to you. My advice is to respond with love. Don't let other people's negative behavior change the way how God wants you to communicate. In short, be the bigger person. The Apostle Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1, that even if we speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't have love, then we won't be any different from noisy gongs or clanging cymbals. Words won't mean anything because even if you win the argument, you still lose the relationship. Great advice, and I'll really put that into heart. Remember, miscommunication results in miscommunication. And in order to avoid that, we must check three things before we respond. Our understanding, our tone, and our choice of words. And that ends our session for today. See you next Monday. God bless you. Bye! Bye.